You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast a Network. We plate this thing on a Tuesday, February 9th, and a Wednesday, February 10th. Thank you for listening and joining us today on the Lions Podcast, the daily Detroit Lions podcast that we call Locked On Lions. Find us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D E R Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. On the show today, Lions appear to be hiring another assistant. And another former NFL player. What does this all mean? I really like it. And I'm going to tell you why coming up in a little bit here on the program. Also, yesterday, if you missed it, Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl, the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, ESPN NFL draft analyst, uh, former uh, scout uh, in the NFL, um, he referenced a player that had a really big Senior Bowl and Senior Bowl week that I think the Lions need to take a good long look at. And our buddy Chris Burke from The Athletic also tweeted this out today. But the Lions are going to have a need at a certain position. And we'll tell you about this player coming up today on the program. Also, um, i, I got to get into something about officiating in the Super Bowl, which I didn't do yesterday. But we'll do that today here on the uh, program. Um, if you're new to the show, thank you for listening. We are doing well on Locked On Lions. I've got, I had a little update from our good friend David Locke in the Locked On Lions newsletter, or Locked On a Podcast Network newsletter. How about this? Growth leaders on the network for the NFL uh, shows. Year over year, Locked On Rams is up 275%, Bucks, 216%. Lions, Locked On Lions, we are up from last year 177%. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. We've been a top 10 uh, NFL show on the network for the last few weeks, and it's just been a lot of fun. And I, I realize that when you have a new regime and a new general manager, new coach, you're going to get new listeners, and there's a new excitement around here, but... Can't do this without you guys, and I appreciate the listenership, and thanks to David Locke for giving me this giving me this opportunity. We've been here since the beginning, since 2016, so it is exciting, um, you know, and we appreciate you guys uh, listening. By the way, uh, it's not even a Built Bar day, but I had my Built Bar today, my German chocolate cake, so I'm in a good mood. All right, let's start with the news of the day. The Lions, according to Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network, are expected to hire Antoine Randall L. Remember him? Former Steelers receiver, former quarterback in Indiana, to be their wide receivers coach. Randall L. has been an assistant under the Tampa Bay uh, for the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, the last couple of years. He has been an offensive assistant the last few years, working alongside Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich. He is going to be reportedly the Lions' wide receivers coach. Lions hired an assistant wideouts coach a couple weeks ago, uh, last week actually, Seth Ryan, the son of Rex Ryan. But Antoine Randall L. I loved watching him play at IU as sort of the quarterback slash receiver. Then he played in the league, of course, with the Steelers. Um, he becomes the seventh 
latest former NFL player to be uh, uh, hired as the Lions to be on the assistant on these coaching staff as an assistant. Dan Campbell played in the league. Anthony Lynn, offensive coordinator, played in the league. Defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn, former Jet. Assistant head coach and running backs coach Deuce Staley, former running back of the Eagles. Mark Brunel, former Jaguars quarterback, is the QB's coach. And the O-line coach is still here. And Hank Fraley, who, of course, played many years with the Philadelphia Eagles. Randall L. makes seven. What does this mean in the grand scheme of things? Well, the Lions coaching staff, if you look at this, a lot of young guys, a lot of former players, and I'm going to say this, a lot of former NFL players who are African-American, who I think are going to help change the culture of this franchise. The players have been disenfranchised. The players have been treated like crap. The players have not been into it for years in Allen Park. Yes, there have been some very good assistant coaches that guys play have played hard for. Hank Fraley being one of them. Robert Prince. Uh, the players played hard for Daryl Bevel. All right? But this group with Randall L., Aaron Glenn, Deuce Staley, you know, the, the guys can, can, they can relate to the former guy, the former player who went through the, 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 the wars of this league. And I love the culture fit. You know, I, I, Matt Patricia and his staff, especially when they arrived in 2018, they were bullies. And I'm not telling you that the NFL is all about former players turned coaches, and that's how it works. All right? Bruce Arians, you know, Bill Belichick, those guys have won Super Bowls. And I'm not saying that that's the only way to go. But for this situation, the Lions are obviously trying to get younger in those coaching rooms and trying to get their players to learn from fellow players who just recently were playing and strapped on the pads. So I like it. I like it a lot. It's a younger, fresher, more diverse staff that is going to be working with, yes, you guessed it, a young team. The Lions are going to stink next year. All right, the Lions. Uh, I think I saw this earlier today from our friends at BetOnline.ag. The Lions have the worst odds to win the NFC next year. Odds to win the NFC NFC Championship next year. The Tampa Bay Bucks are the favorites at fifteen to four, followed by the Rams, Packers, 49ers, and Saints. Who is dead last? Your Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators. At 40 to 1. Giants are second worst at 33 to 1. But see, I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it. This is a rebuild. They're starting over. You're bringing in a new quarterback, a whole new system. And I'm good with it. But now you work on the culture fit. You work on guys coming to the facility that want to play for their position coaches, that want to learn, that, 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 that want to enjoy coming to work every day. And that has not been the case over the last few years at 222 Rodwood Drive. That's just the way it is. So I'm excited. I loved Antoine Randall L. as a player, um, you know, both at Indiana and with the Steelers. 
uh, and with the Redskins. A nine-year career. He was an all-pro one year uh, as a punt returner. So pretty cool. And he's coming from a winning organization with 10 Bay Bucks, of course, just won the Super Bowl. So I'm excited about that. I think it's cool. And I look forward to this receiving core getting a chance to work with Antoine Randall L. And let's be honest, hopefully as well, Calvin Johnson. That would be good, too. That would be really good. All right, who's going to tune in tonight and watch a little Pistons basketball or maybe Red Wings hockey against the Florida Panthers? If you want to put down some money on your home team, there's only one place to do it. Michigan State plays tonight, minus four at the Breslin against uh, Penn State. You want to bet on the game? You do it at betonline.ag. Only one place that has you covered. One place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, let's do it, for your 50% welcome bonus. All right? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. I know the NFL's over. But if you want to watch some of these games, college hoops, NBA, NHL, we're going to get baseball right around the corner. Get in on the action. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so yesterday on the show, and in case you missed it, go back and listen to it, Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl. He's the best. Executive director of the Senior Bowl and also a draft analyst for ESPN was on the show. And he talked a lot about fits for the Lions and players that played very well and had very good weeks in Mobile. And one guy he mentioned that stepped up, especially at receiver, he mentioned him a couple of times, was Dwayne Eskridge the pride of Western Michigan, the Broncos. Um, Eskridge is a little small at 5'9", 190. But boy, oh boy, he had a monster week at the Senior Bowl. He's got blazing speed. Here's my blazing five. Thank you, Colin. Um, But Western Michigan was an offense this year, the Broncos, that averaged 41.7 points per game. All right? And... This kid, Dwayne Eskridge, really, you know, he he was a force all season. Three or more catches in each of his first six regular season games, going for a 114 receiving yard game in five of those six outings. He scored at least once in all but one of his six games, eight touchdowns on the year, also had a kick return for a touchdown. Dwayne Eskridge um, has a lot of speed, a lot of talent, War number one at Western Michigan. And if you watched him, um, this is a guy that, and I'm doing a little research on, scouts are starting to salivate over. All right? Scouts really took um, uh, note of him after the uh, Northern Illinois game a few weeks ago, or uh, a couple months ago, when he had seven catches for 134 yards, and he was playing through a uh, sprained ankle. He's 23 years old, so he's not. He's a redshirt senior, spent five years there, and is ready to roll. And Jim Nagy mentioned him like two or three times. Watch out for Dwayne Eskridge. The question now is for scouts. Is he at 5'9", with all of these other receivers in this draft, Amari Rodgers and, and the others, is he going to be taken in the first round? Because right now they're talking about, scouts are talking about 
and draft experts, first, second round grade for Dwayne Eskridge. And I saw Chris Burke kind of mention him today as well um, as a guy that could be there for the Lions in the second round. You look at the Lions wide receiver room right now, think about this. Kenny Galladay, we don't know if he'll be back or not. Uh, the Lions, uh, he wants to be back. Question is, do Brad Holmes and the folks in the front office want Kenny Galladay back at like $20 million a year? If they franchise tag him and can't come up with an agreement, which Bob Quinn was unable to do, um, we're talking about a tag of like 19 or $20 million, and that's what probably what he wants anyway. Danny Amendoli, have to figure, was on a, another one-year deal, will not be back. Marvin Jones, it sounds like, wants to play with Matthew Stafford in L.A. with the Rams. So right now that leaves Quintez Cephas and Jamal Agnew, basically, on the Lions' depth chart, along with Galladay if he's back. So the Lions are going to need a young wide receiver. The question also is, has to be asked, would Dwayne Eskridge um, fit the bill, number one, for what uh, Brad Holmes is looking for. That's number one. And number two, you know, would the Lions spend a second-round pick on said player? Looking at the Walter uh, WalterFootball.com rankings of wide receivers uh, right now for this draft, Jamar Chase out of LSU, top 15 pick. Um, I don't think there's any question about that. Devontae Smith, Alabama, it's going to be a top 10 pick, of course. I mean, the kid's an absolute stud and, of course, won the Heisman Trophy. Jalen Waddell from Alabama, another guy that will be gone early. Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., also from LSU, going to go early. Kadarius Toney from Florida on this list. Marquez Stevenson, wide receiver from Houston. And, again, this is just from WalterFootball.com. Rondale Moore from Purdue, who sat out this past year. Only played a couple of games this year. Uh, tons of speed. 2-2 Atwell, the kid from Louisville, who's about the same size as Eskridge, 5-9. Rashad Bateman from Minnesota, bigger guy at 6-2. Uh, Tylan Wallace from Oklahoma State. I mean, I'm going through a bunch of guys. Sage Surratt from Wake Forest until we finally get to Dwayne Eskridge. So there's, this is a loaded, loaded wide receiver draft. But Eskridge has come on and could be projected anywhere from the second through the fourth round. This is a wide receiver class that is loaded. But Eskridge really helped himself um, in the, in the, uh, at, at the Senior Bowl. So we'll see what happens. They're talking about him being a more of a slot guy, but I'm telling you, I watched him play this year. Uh, put put the tape together of the Akron or watch the Akron Western Michigan game, where he caught a pass over the middle on a slant and took it to the house. Converted cornerback, moved a wide receiver over these last couple of years, and uh, you know he's he's good. He's really good. So, watch the name Dwayne Eskridge for a guy with the Lions, because he's got speed. And if there's one thing the Lions have not had a ton of at wide receiver, it's that blazing 4-4-4-5 speed at receiver. Marvin Jones was able to separate. Kenny Galladay can get open. All right? But those aren't blazing fast guys. So, keep an eye on D. Eskridge for Detroit.
We had a little issue on Sunday, and I didn't really get into it yesterday, but I want to bring this up, and we'll do that um, coming up next. First, though, our friends at rockauto.com, where's the best place to get auto parts, all right? You want to go to the store? You want to get in your car? No. Don't do that. Waste of time. Go to rockauto.com, all right? Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics, do-it-yourselfers, not rockauto.com. Their prices are the same for everybody. Serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Just go to the website, rockauto.com, R-O-C-K, and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. They get everything from engine control modules, brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door, all right? Catalog is easy to navigate, and best of all, the prices are reliably low. That's what we're looking for, right? You want a good low price? You don't want to spend too much. And, and, all right, you want to get good service. This stuff will be delivered directly to your door because of our friends at rockauto.com. Again, that's rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, so don't get me wrong here, ladies and gentlemen. All right, please don't get me wrong here. The better team won the Super Bowl two days ago, two nights ago, when the Tampa Bay Bucks annihilated the Kansas City Chiefs 31-9. to Tom Brady wins number seven. Uh, many of you Michigan fans genuflecting in front of Brady, but of course, when Tom Brady was in Ann Arbor, all of you, most of you, Liked Drew Henson better. Don't lie. Uh, the other night, though, especially in the first half, I saw something that caught my attention, and that was that Carl Cheffers and the officiating crew did a very lousy job. Again, I'm not saying that the officials cost the Chiefs the game, but the game did change on a couple of very, very, very questionable calls. All right, Defensive holding that didn't look like defensive holding. Uh, on the tipped pass that was intercepted by Tyron Matthew. It looked like a ticky-tack call, plus the ball was tipped. Defensive holding in the end zone, where the ball was thrown by Tom Brady into like the fifth row, trying to hit Mike Evans. Um, you know, Pass interference when the Chiefs cornerback got his legs, uh, his feet tangled up with the Bucks receiver. Rarely do you ever see a game where one team has 11 penalties and the other team has four. I thought it was a little over the top in the first half. Now, when Kansas City was called for taunting, uh, when Kansas City was called for unsportsmanlike conduct, those were legit calls. But I really thought the other night's game was very, very poorly officiated by Cheffers and his crew. It was almost like any time... Anything went wrong with Tom Brady and that Bucks offense. You just waited. You waited. And then you looked in the corner of the screen and you saw the yellow flag um, graphic come up. 11 penalties to four? And I know it's a pandemic. I know we, this has been a, a different year. Um, but I, I thought that crew, um, they didn't call both ways. I didn't see that. Tampa Bay is clearly had clearly was the better team. Chiefs kind of quit. Chiefs kind of started self-destructing. 
Uh, the left tackle, Mike Remmers, the right tackle. It was a rough, rough night for Kansas City trying to block, trying to block Tampa Bay and JPP and Shaq Barrett and, and Sue and those guys. But I thought the officiating was really, really bad, especially in the first half. That's our Tuesday edition of Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast and Network, your team every day. Have a great day, everybody. We'll do it again tomorrow.